and gentlemen, welcome to your next installment of Freedom Wire. Yes, I'm very excited. Why? Because we get to talk about some really ridiculous stuff as far as the Nobel Peace Prize and whether or not any of these prizes make any sense whatsoever. Pulitzer Prizes, Nobel Prizes, any of those things, throw them out the window, they mean nothing. So does Man of the Year, apparently. Um, but before we dive into it, do us a favor, please like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and please hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know anytime a new episode is up. Also, comment on this video. Say something. What do you think? Do you think that uh, BLM should win the Nobel Peace Prize for their mostly peaceful protests? Ask us below. Fiery, but peaceful. Uh, comment below. Um, also, before we go any deeper, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, you should become one. It's real easy to do. Click the link at the bottom right-hand side of the screen and give us your email. We'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you won't read anywhere else more than likely because we're being silenced at an alarming rate. All right, guys. So, so this may be our last Zoom uh, we may be getting back together, getting the band back together for the first time because Grace has never been in the room with us while we've podcasted before. So it'll be interesting to uh, see how that dynamic goes. Um, however, since this is our last one, let's talk about something ridiculous. Let's talk about prizes such, a, such as the Nobel Peace Prize. And if you can... Uh, nominate anybody such as BLM or Stacey Abrams, then what good is it? Well, we are very clearly seeing that not just the Nobel Prize, but essentially every prize that is given out to anyone for any reason is completely ridiculous. 2020 was definitely the year of the ridiculous undeserved prizes. We had Andrew Cuomo, who won an Emmy. We had Nicole Hannah-Jones of the New York Times 1619 Project who won a Pulitzer. And now we have Stacey Abrams, the rightful governor of Georgia, allegedly, or at least in her mind, the, the new saint of voting integrity on the left who has been nominated for a Nobel Prize. And also we have the entire BLM movement nominated for the Nobel Prize. Fun fact, the name has been changed to the Nobel Fiery but Mostly Peaceful Prize because apparently you can, you can start a couple fires and still win the Peace Prize as long as they were mostly peaceful riots. Oh, and don't forget that uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won the 2020 Time Person of the Year Award. Last time I checked, they were two separate people, but sure, the two of them together count as the Person of the Year. So again, stupid prizes. And that's because we've been playing stupid games for the last year and a half. 2020 took the meaning out of everything. Like it made prizes meaningless. It made the Constitution almost, not totally worthless, but pretty almost worthless to a lot of people, especially on the left. It took out the seriousness of impeachment, um, voter fraud, our elections, what the presidency means. It, like, does anything have any real significance anymore? I feel like the left just ruined all of it. Well, but I mean, Nobel Peace Prize, I, I stopped taking it serious after Obama got it for just being elected in 09. So it really is meaningless to me now. I don't really have much to say other than that, because Barack Obama was elected 
and he was going to part the seas and transform the world, apparently. So that earned him the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, he did transform the world. He made it. He made America weaker, and true. Uh, he he made it stronger for globalists. So we did have that going for us. Um, yeah, when Obama won for no reason whatsoever, simply because he was Barack Obama, we knew this prize was done. We knew the Pulitzer Prize was done when they gave it to the New York Times for their coverage of Russian collusion when there was no Russian collusion. Uh, these prizes mean nothing anymore. And, and the fact that Trump wasn't even nominated the year that he brought peace to, to the Korean Peninsula for the first time in almost 70 years, that wasn't worthy of something that somebody should be nominated. If a, if a Democrat president did today what Trump did over the last four years, they would be heralded as one of the greatest peacekeeping presidents of all time. And the fact that he is lauded and, and railed against as, uh, as anything other than a peace bringing president is laughable and, and is something that should seriously be looked at by, by legitimate scholars and not, you know, you know, our, our current crop of liberal hacks that teach our kids and indoctrinate them. Well, I will say that Trump was nominated three, I think another, in a fourth time for the Nobel Peace Prize for his peace deals that he did since last September in the Middle East. So he was nominated, nominated multiple times, but it's like, it's hard to praise him for that and then just land the Nobel Peace Prize at the same time. So I have mixed feelings on it. Yeah, I, I was going to bring up Trump's nominations because he got it for each successive uh, Israel-centric peace deal he made last year. You know, the one with uh, Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, Serbia and Kosovo, and then, you know, working out the Abraham Accords that was that big event held at the White House. Um, so he was nominated for that. And that at least promoted the cause of peace, which is what the award is supposed to be about. But as soon as Trump was nominated, the leftist media and all the academics suddenly started saying, you know what, the Peace Prize is really kind of worthless. It's not really that big a deal. It's meaningless. We don't really. And then, of course, Trump didn't get it. Now they're all about giving it to people again. Apparently, it's a big deal now that Trump is no longer in the running. Of course, uh, Jared Kushner is in the running this time around for his role in that, which Arguably, he had a bigger role in facilitating all that than Trump himself did, or at the don't very forget, least, they're equal. Don't forget Avi Berkowitz. He was in on that, too. Yeah, and they were, were nominated by liberals. It wasn't just, you know, the Trump team nominating him. So it's kind of funny how Jared Kushner, who the left really hates, might actually go down as having done more for Israel than many other Jews throughout history. <laughs> kind of funny that, you know, he's hated for it because he doesn't stand a snowflake's chance in hell of winning the award, unfortunately. Any other president, any other administration, any other name, and he would be a very strong contender. But because he's tied to Trump, he's not even a serious candidate, unfortunately. You, you know what's funny is ever, like, now because uh, Dershowitz nominated Jared Kushner and 
Avi Berkowitz. You know the left is attacking him. Now all of a sudden they're calling him a, a Epstein client and they are now going in against Alan Dershowitz simply because he, he recognized what Jared Kushner and Avi Berkowitz did. And it should be recognized. They brought peace to a country. Well, not peace to a country, but peace between countries in a region of the world that has traditionally been violent and, 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 and just full of anger. This is a huge step. And now they're attacking him. his own side is attacking him because of it. I think Barack Obama actually should get a second Nobel Peace Prize. I'm going to tell you why, because all these peace deals wouldn't have been possible if he had made the Iran nuclear deal and all these countries got together with Israel because they were about to go, uh, go up against Iran. So I guess maybe Obama does deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. That's a, that's a circle back kind of a... Yeah, it's a, it's a Saki. It's a Saki. Well, if you, can, if you can impeach a president when he's no longer in office, you should be able to give a president a peace prize after he's left and spent four years not as president anymore because again these things mean nothing like grace said it's more than just prizes it's terms impeachment doesn't mean anything uh alt-right white supremacy barely means anything anymore thanks to the nonsense of the summer of 2020 everything that they don't like everything that the left thinks is bad is white supremacy and funnily enough, we're actually seeing that in the coverage of the ongoing drama with the GameStop stock. You guys can go back to our last episode and find out more about that. But they were unhappy with how internet people were handling that situation. So all the headlines suddenly started calling them alt-right white supremacists who were messing with the stock market. It's not. In fact, many of them are socialists, but just apply the term because it works. And this is exactly why we find ourselves in a situation where BLM, and this is important, again, as always, BLM Incorporated, and the, these are the ones who are on track to receive this award, a group that, you know, is run by Marxists and committed multiple murders over the last year, but it's okay, they were qualified for peace because they brought attention to racial injustice by setting fires and killing people. And again, terms are meaningless now. Welcome to the postmodernist dream where nothing means anything. Yeah, it's surprising. I can't believe that they're trying to say BLM brought international attention to the issue of racial justice. It's like, shouldn't there be limits on how you bring attention to a cause of like racial justice or peace? Like we shouldn't be promoting people who um, burn down buildings to accomplish their cause. That's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, that, that's why Martin Luther King was so important to the civil rights movement. He did not burn buildings down. He did not loot businesses. He did not promote that kind of action. What did he do? He promoted peaceful protest, constant peaceful protest. Um, it's funny how sometimes I'll bring up Martin Luther King to uh, uh, to my leftist friends and uh, in, 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 in when talking about this and they always want to say that we can't claim him because he was on the left or the and I, and my answer to them what is 
Martin Luther King was and is an American icon. He was taught as such to me in, in school. So why can't I claim him as an example of what social change should look like? Um, he, he, he wasn't on the right or the left. He was simply finding a place for him and, and people of color. And he did so peacefully. He did so the right way. And showing and holding a mirror up to them and showing them this is what you look like and this and holding a photo of uh, Martin Martin Luther King up, it, it, it scares them. It makes them realize that they are have gone so far away from that that they, they don't know how to answer it. And they also, they always overlook the fact that uh, Martin Luther King was a reverend and that the civil rights movement was a Christian-led movement. That kind of gets overlooked by them. It's amazing how that happens. Well, they don't follow, obviously they don't follow Martin Luther King. They follow uh, Malcolm X by any means necessary. So they're not, I could, I think there could, you can make the argument that, um, that today's movement, it's obviously on the left, but I think Martin Luther King's movement was definitely on the right and Malcolm X's movement was on the left. One so thing, I think that. Sorry, I was just going to oh, jump, <laughs> jump in real quick. Sorry, I was just going to say Malcolm X. He also said he warned uh, black people, against, uh, you know, civil rights against the uh, the dangers of the white liberal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's yeah. plenty of Malcolm X quotes out there that show, you know, the modern woke leftist movement is problematic as well. But back to the Peace Prize thing, just because someone brings attention to an issue does not necessarily qualify them for a peace award because you can bring attention to an issue by some pretty egregious actions or you can call out an issue by being part of the problem as we've seen with uh, the events of last year. For example, Osama bin Laden brought attention to the egregious lack of security in our airline transit system. That does not mean he was qualified for a peace award means he was qualified for a bullet in the head and we can celebrate that he got one. Uh, so yes, BLM drew, drew attention to the fact that you know there's racial unrest by provoking and amplifying racial unrest, by inciting riots and burning down buildings. They're not qualified for a peace award, they're qualified for condemnation and the people who condemn them are more qualified for a peace award because they're actually taking steps to stop violence, advance the cause of peace, bring attention to issues and address them in a peaceful way. But instead, because everything is now a tool of virtue signaling, we just have to throw the award at whoever the left thinks is currently the best thing since sliced bread, which is why Stacey Abrams is on that list too. Can, can anybody really think of what she's done recently? Like, I can't she think anything. Yeah, she didn't concede the uh, gubernatorial election in Georgia at the beginning of 2020, end of 2019. But she hasn't really done much since. They want to give her a, an award for her role in, you know, promoting vo voter rights and making sure that we have safe and fair elections <laughs> after a year when a big chunk of the country is convinced we just had a fraudulent election and installed a illegitimate president. Now, whether you believe that or not, it doesn't qualify Stacey Abrams to be a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Certainly doesn't qualify her to be given saintly status 
I don't know if you guys saw Gretchen Whitmer, Ryan, your former governor, when she tweeted that photo of a candle lit in honor of St. Stacey Abrams as she's depicted there, like the Virgin Mary with a halo holding a crucifix and light a candle in her honor. But don't worry, it's, it, that's not a weird, creepy religion or anything. Leftists are the anti-religious party. They, they don't stand for weird backwater superstitions like that. I mean, that's very fitting, though, because the liberals, they worship the state, they worship the pol politics, so I guess it is kind of fitting. Yeah, they're, they're deifying a woman whose biggest claim to fame was that she refused to concede an election that she insisted was stolen, and then insane right-wing people do the same thing to Trump, and they condemn it resoundingly. I'm not saying it's bad to support Trump, but I'm saying on both sides of this thing, when you prop someone up to godhood, there's a problem. Because there's only one god, and it's neither Stacey Abrams nor Donald Trump. Don't well, like candles for any of them. As far as I can tell, Stacey Abrams should be, should be actually, should be condemned for her words. I mean, did, didn't she, wasn't she doing the same thing in 2018 that Trump did in 2020, talking about voter fraud? Mm -hmm. Isn't she inciting riots by doing that? How is that worthy of a peace prize? There is no explanation for any of this. <laughs> it's totally illogical. And who are these people that get to nominate people for the Nobel Peace Prize? Like, I don't understand the process of how someone becomes eligible to nominate others for this prize. Apparently, par Norwegian parliament members <laughs> love to nominate people for the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, they're... they're they're, they're who, who um, nominated both Trump and uh, I think it was Stacey MBLM. Abrams and BLM, but I don't know who did Stacey Abrams. So Alan Dershowitz can also nominate, right? I don't know who can nominate. I think it's like so four. We've identified Norwegians and Alan Dershowitz. That's a, <laughs> that's a weird conglomerate right there. I need to know who else is involved in this secret club of people who nominate Nobel Prize recipients, but it's, it's, it's a little weird that Norway is so prominently involved in this thing. I mean, Where leave it to the European hear about them, about anything else. Yeah, they, they jump in on it. Scandinavian countries always have to find a way to get involved in strange stuff over in America because everyone loves to talk about them. Perfect socialist utopias that nominate Donald Trump and also BLM for Nobel Prizes. So yeah, let's let's dig into finding out who else is in that club and maybe figure out why their nominations are also terrible. Hey, honestly, maybe they're, they figured if we just nominate everyone, then nobody will be mad at us. That's possibly true. You know, like the, the time a while back when Time Magazine made everyone in the world a person of the year. <laughs> so everyone can put on their resume that they were a recipient of Time's person of the year. I forget what year that was, but it happened. If you were in the world at that point, congratulations to you, I guess. I, I assume Norway is going for the same thing now. We've stooped to participation trophies. Yeah, that's, that's what the left did to the culture anyway. So it makes sense that we should have participation trophies for every other major award. And 
you know, Andrew Cuomo, who got an Emmy because he looked sad and serious during his COVID press conferences. Only we now find out that, you know, he lied about the death stats and covered up all these things, which everybody already knew, but now we have evidence and there's legal entities looking into it. No talk on him giving back that Emmy. When the Trump-Russia collusion hoax fell apart, no talk of the New York Times giving back its Pulitzer Prize, which was essentially the liberal media giving the liberal media an award for running with the liberal narrative. So not a lot of competition on that one. The 1619 Project, even though Nicole Hannah-Jones insists it was never supposed to be revisionist history, just a work of examining history from a different lens, why is it taking over curriculums right now? No talk of the Pulitzer Prize being given back there. So who knows? The, these prizes are meaningless. There's nothing behind it. And the world is insane. I Have a good night. A, I think we should give a part. So you talked about participation trophy. I think we should get a part, participation trophy to Norway for attempting to be a relevant country. <laughs> I don't know anything else that they're known for, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, fjords. <laughs> that's true yeah they got that going they're good skiers see where else can you go but freedom wire to hear the most extensive breakdown of norway look at this we're breaking down norway it's pretty bad that's the most extensive breakdown of norway <laughs> ever done on conservative conservative podcast we're americans we don't need to know what goes on in europe <laughs> the last time an American had to care about anything in Europe was July 3rd, 1776. <laughs> After that. Well, maybe 1940, maybe uh, May of 1945, there's a little war that happened there. So maybe uh, we don't talk about that. We're isolationist. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Nobel Prizes, what's going on with them? We're, we're in a very very strange place, honestly. And uh, of, of course, it's a while before the award is bestowed, so they're gonna continue to add new people, but it's gonna be one of these. The, the, the fact is the, the BLM movement has a very strong chance of winning this. And you know, we, we talked about everything Jared Kushner did that qualified him, like I said, no chance whatsoever. But a movement that sparked off six months of rioting that killed the dozens and dozens of people, many of them cops, many of them random civilians, caused millions and millions of dollars in property damage, turned society on its head for no reason other than to advance an agenda. They're really going to remain a strong top contender because no one's gonna disqualify them. Imagine if somebody else came along and said, you know what, no, they're, they're uh, uneligible for this award. That person would be crucified by the global media because no one dares to cross the mob. So we may actually come to the day when they announce the winner and BLM is still there as one of the final choices, if not the winner. And that's kind of unfortunate. I think that's a great place to end <laughs> because what else are we gonna talk about here? We these prizes are done. This is done. Who can who? I, I here's I, I'll tell you guys this. I'm gonna go ahead and nominate Freedom Wire. Who's in? Call up the Norwegian Parliament. 
Yeah, I'll call up. I'll call up my. I'm two percent Norwegian, according to my ancestry.com. So I, I think there's some ties there. So I'll see what I can do. I also support filing impeachment charges against John Quincy Adams for the <laughs> Alien and Sedition Acts because we can, you know, impeach presidents after their term. Let's impeach them after they're dead. They do terrible things. If Go you can for it. Someone posthumously, then you can probably impeach someone posthumously. Sure. Why not? Everything's meaningless. It was the wrong Adams, though. It was John Adams' edition. So don't, you have to, you, you. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't. Exactly. Don't, don't impeach the wrong Adams. No, let's just impeach them all. Everybody before, let's say, Clinton just gets impeached because they're all terrible. I'm already impeached, so no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. That's wasted before. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you liked what you heard. If you did, do us a favor like the video, share the video, do all the stuff I asked you to do in the beginning. Um, become a member of Freedom Wire, all the good stuff. And if you made it today, your prize is a Red Rider BB gun. Claim it. Okay, I'm kidding. There is no prizes, but you know, what are you going to do?